This is Money Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is, we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and biased conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to another episode. I am really excited about this episode because it's about fear in relationships. And I think that we talk about a lot fear when we're in the relationship, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about fear before a relationship or fear that keeps us from finding relationships. So I'm really grateful to this listener who sent in this question because I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this kind of avoiding relationship type fear um, and then wondering, hey, why can't I find somebody sort of thing? So without further ado, let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. I've been listening to the podcast for a few months and I've been loving the community aspect that you've built through it with listeners and letter writers. Definitely makes me feel less alone. I'm a queer 29-year-old cis man and the last few years, I guess I've struggled with dating and knowing who I am. Though I feel like I've done a lot of self-work, both independently and through therapy, I often still feel like I can't connect with others, both platonically and romantically, and don't know what I'm looking for. There's so much advice out there about having to love yourself, knowing what you want, knowing who you are before getting into relationships. And though I understand why that has to be true, I guess I'm struggling with the actual nitty gritty details of how you make that happen. I feel like I have been attempting this journey for six years now since coming out and starting to embrace my queerness, but I feel like I haven't really made any progress. I guess being on the brink of 30, which I know society puts weird goal-oriented expectations behind, I'm a bit worried like I might just feel this way forever, like I've already tried everything to be more connected to myself and to get to a place of finding a healthy romantic relationship, and I don't know what else to do to actually make this a reality. I journal, meditate, And though not currently in therapy, I've had three different courses of it over the last six years. I get huge anxiety from dating. And though I try to calm this, it always seems to end with me cutting potential relationships short just to relieve the anxiety because the physical symptoms are so overwhelming. I feel like I've rambled, but I guess my questions are, what do actual practical examples of self-love look like day to day? When can you know that you're actually ready for a relationship rather than just hoping you are? What do you do when you feel like you've tried the checklist of what you should be doing, for example, therapy, journaling, meditation, but you feel a bit stuck and limited with how far it's taken you? Thanks so much for the love you're bringing with this show. Hey, babe, it sounds to me that 
when the fear and anxiety surfaces, when a potential relationship is happening, that is when you bail. And maybe you're hoping that if it was really going to work out or if you really put enough work in yourself or if you just figured out what self-love really looks like, that it wouldn't make you feel anxious or scared. It would just make you feel good and happy. But anxiety and fear are part of the process of relationships, especially when you're doing something out of your comfort zone. So while it makes sense that anxiety is a reason to stop doing whatever causes the anxiety, it can also be a reason to keep going. I know you mentioned that you had a therapist in the past and you've done a lot of inner work, but I'm wondering if you have talked about ways to manage your anxiety, especially the physical symptoms when it is happening around relationships. Lots of times our anxiety gets triggered because we're in a place that reminds us of a time when we were wounded. When you think about being in a relationship, what are your biggest fears? Like if you fear being rejected, was there a time in your past where rejection really hurt you? And now it's not relationships that are scary, but the past feelings those relationships bring up. That's what you're running away from. Not necessarily finding somebody because you know you actually really do want a relationship. What you're running away from is the feelings that surface when that starts to become possible, when it starts to maybe start happening. You're like, oh no, I got to get away from this. And then you wonder why I'm not getting what I want. Most of our difficulties in romantic relationships actually stem from things that have nothing to do with romance. Now, I'm not saying all this to say that you need to be totally healed before getting into a relationship. I'm saying that relationships are like mirrors to your own healing and they require a commitment to work on this stuff so you can have more joyful and peaceful experiences. And by the way, whoever you date also has their own set of wounds and insecurities and things that they have to continue to work on too. This isn't about an endpoint. This is a lifelong practice. The old adage of you have to love yourself before you love anyone else doesn't mean you have to be completely healed and never have any triggers. It means that you acknowledge your own journey of self-love makes all the difference in every aspect of your life, including romance, including career, etc. Love is a state of awareness. When you withhold love from yourself, you are withholding it from others because you're not in the consciousness of love. When you see yourself with compassion and acceptance for wherever you are in your journey, you are one with your higher self and can see the higher self in others, i.e. in a state of love. And this applies to platonic and romantic relationships. When I hear things like, it's hard for me to connect with others, what I think that means is it's hard for me to feel the feelings that surface when I connect with others. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it or you can't do it just because it's hard. Moving forward, I do think it would be good for you to continue to talk to a therapist about 
these anxieties, about these paralyzing physical symptoms. Because a therapist can give you techniques, tools, healing modalities that can get you through those really, really tough moments and move past them and let them go and and do something outside of your comfort zone. You know, we all get anxiety about different things that are scary to us. The other day when I was about to perform at my record release show, I was so triggered. All my feelings of fear of like, not enough people coming to the show or messing up on stage and and feeling not good enough or feeling embarrassed or feeling like people judge, would judge me. You know, all of that really comes from this like old childhood wound of needing acceptance and needing validation and 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 wanting to not feel humiliated or or wrong or too weird and and all those things that I picked up from those experiences. And I would have crazy physical symptoms of the anxiety. My stomach would hurt. I My breath would become short. I felt like catatonic or paralyzed. It was hard for me to have conversations <laughs> before I went on stage. You know, all of that stuff. But it happens, right? It's part of our growth. And what we do is we apply our techniques, whether that's breathing, which is something that I did, like taking deep breaths, giving myself some higher self mantras, reminding myself that all this really is about is being present and and valuing the moment. You know, a lot of times our anxiety makes us forget that we can just have fun in these situations. You know, making the goal to be having fun isn't like a trite goal to have. It's actually so, so important and so empowering. When you're about to go on a date or when you're going out and it has the potential of meeting somebody, if you say, you know what, no matter what happens tonight, I'm just going to focus on having fun. I'm just going to let myself have fun. It's going to make so much of a difference of your experience. Because, you know, if we put all of this pressure on ourselves that, oh, it's about meeting the one or for me, for example, oh, it's about becoming a super successful musician and and this has to be this most successful night because that means I'm going to, you know, have this kind of certain career. Like if I put all of that pressure on those experiences, we keep putting this pressure on these experiences. Of course, it makes sense that it's not enjoyable. Of course, it makes sense that we get paralyzed or that we want to walk away because we're not having fun, right? So we have to actively make room for joy. We have to give ourselves permission to be joyful. And our higher selves help us with that because our higher self says, you know what? Having these triggers, having this anxiety, this being hard for you, it makes sense and it's okay. And it's not your fault, but we can get through this. We can. And that's all your higher self wants you to know that you're enough just for who you are, that wherever you are in the journey of healing is is good enough. It doesn't mean you can't have relationships. It doesn't mean you can't have fun. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy meeting new people. It doesn't mean you can't seek friendship or get intimate with somebody. It doesn't. So many people have this stuff, babe, you know, 
you're going to meet a lot of people who may struggle with anxiety. It might not be around relationships. It might be about something else, but we all have it. You know, we all have fears, but being on the healing path and being on the path of our higher self is, is what gets us through it. And we have to remind ourselves we deserve it. You know, we deserve to find new ways to seek support, get other tools, go to therapy every week. So our therapist can check in on us and be like, okay, well, how did you handle that situation? What could have you, what could have you done differently? You know, like we need all these things. And it's okay to need it. And don't get so caught up in what it looks like to love yourself or what it looks like to be a healed person or what it looks like to be ready for a relationship. Don't worry about what things look like. All you need to focus on is accepting yourself, giving yourself compassion and seeking out support and help when you need it. That's it. That's it. Because you got this. All right, babe, sending you so much love. Take care. Anxiety can be such a little bitch sometimes, (laughs) right? Just like, oh, you know, the physical symptoms, especially just feel like nauseous or your stomach hurts or you need to go to the bathroom or, you know, just paralyzing sometimes, just paralyzing. Um, And we all get anxious about different types of things and we all have different degrees of anxiety, but it doesn't mean there's things wrong with us. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with us if we struggle with coping with certain stuff. What it does mean is that we need more support. We need more love. We need more kindness. We need more compassion. That's what we need. We don't need judgment. We don't need shame. That doesn't help. So we have to give ourselves that and just keep going. 